Um, I've been running for over 35 years and I know for a fact that when I took time off and came back, I actually ran better. I actually ran faster. This one's radio episode 840 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Head Sweats, a company that I'm an ambassador for this year. And actually, today's guest is also an ambassador uh, for Head Sweats, which is, uh, you know, serendipitous to say the least is to say that today's episode is is brought to you by uh, the folks from Head Sweats. And and basically, Head Sweats is a a headwear company. I mean, I I say hats most of the time, but they've got visors, they've got buffs, they've got beanies, they've got all the things. If you put it on your head, they've probably got it. And, uh, you know, with summer fast approaching, never been a better time to step up your hat game or your headwear game than uh, right now. So if you point your browser over to disruns.com slash headsweats, that's just a, a redirect link that ultimately takes it through my affiliate link. So you could go to headsweats.com, but you could also go to disruns.com slash headsweats and take you to the same place. You're supporting the show a little bit by going through uh, the disruns.com slash, slash headsweats link. And, uh, you know, shop to your heart's content. They got all kinds of, like I said, hats, visors, beanies, uh, you know, things to wear out in the yard. They got some, some straw hats that came out recently that are, are pretty sharp looking, you know, for kind of putzing around the yard, doing some yard work, uh, whatever things you might have going on. So check it out. And uh, before you before you check out, make sure you use the code DIZRUNS35 at checkout. That's D-I-Z-R-U-N-S-3-5. All one jumbled word together there, DIZRUNS35, to save yourself 35% at checkout. So you're helping out the show. You're stepping up your, your headwear game. You're saving yourself some money. I mean, it, I don't know. It sounds like a, a pretty much a win-win-win all the way across the board as far as I'm concerned. So check it out, DIZRUNS.com slash headsweats. And now, without any further ado, Let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today's guest is one of those people that is uh, just about all in on all things running, cycling, and, and just being physically active in whatever shape, way, shape, and form uh, she can get it into her life. And uh, it, it started, from what I can tell, and we'll obviously get the scoop as we go, but it started for a while ago uh, because she was a college athlete, and uh, not just any college athlete, but uh, an eight-time all Big 12 athlete on the track. So clearly, uh, running's been a part of her life for uh, quite a while, and uh, she knows what it's like to run at a pretty high level because, you know, Big 12 track, like that's that's nothing to uh, to, to take for granted. That is for sure. Um, although, I and I think, and again, we'll, we'll clear this up as we go, but I think that these days, most of her races last quite a bit longer uh, than it did in, in those days of, you know, 25 oh. seconds or, or it would be a long race in the 200 or, you know, 54, 55 seconds would be a long race in the 400, which were two of her big events. Uh, I'm assuming that most today, most of her races are longer than, uh, you know, those type of times. But uh, the bio on her website, this is the other thing I really liked about her, a bio on her website uh, says she prefers sneakers and spandex to heels and diamonds. So clearly she will fit in uh, around these parts <laughs> as well. So without any further ado, it's a pleasure to be able to welcome uh, Miss Nicole Nick Hodges to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Nick. Really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. No worries. So happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. Definitely looking forward to it. And guys, once again, if you want to uh, kind of follow along with, with Nick and, and some of the stuff she's got going on, social media, website, all all of those things, uh, scenic run is the, uh, scenicrun.com, probably should throw that part in there because it's kind of important, yep. uh, is the website and that's, that's C 
N-I-C, run. S-E-E-N-I-C-R-U-N. So kind of scenic, but kind of not quite scenic, but, uh, you know, a little, yeah. little play on the word right there. Uh, but yeah. you know, just like you're looking at somebody, scenicrun.com. And on Instagram, scenicrun01. Uh, so kind of got that, mm-hmm. that zero one thrown in there at the end. And on Facebook, it's just just scenic run on Facebook. Yep. So those are the best place to connect her. And uh, as per usual, we'll have everything linked up in the show notes, disruns.com slash 840 is the link that'll take you back there. We'll have everything linked up there uh, in case you're out on the go and uh, can't uh, can't just write something down or follow, you know pull up the app right now. We have it all linked up as we always do. So uh, Nick, the way we always start off on the show is with um, what is a very simple question as far as it is for me to ask it. Sometimes it's a pretty simple question for people to answer. Um, sometimes because there's a lot of great options out there, it's it's a little bit uh, you know a little bit of a hammer and a hard to try to figure out exactly which way you want to go with it. But it always okay. spurs a good conversation, or at least a, a launching point for a, a good conversation. It's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Uh, favorite distance to race is probably ooh that is tough uh, between a 10k and a and a half marathon. Okay. A uh, half marathon is just long enough that you can say, hey, I ran a marathon. You don't have to tell them it was a half. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the 10K, I like it because it kind of gauges uh, where I am in my training. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 those are definitely, I, I don't want to say the, the two most, probably the half marathon is probably the most common answer. 10K is, is up there too is a, is a pretty common answer that I get for, for that mm-hmm. question. Um, and and I, I'm a, definitely a fan of, of both of those distances as well. My my, my common response to, to the 10K uh, when somebody brings that up is that I always wish that in my fairly local area that there were more 10Ks. It just seems like it's 5Ks oh, yeah. or or you know, the really longer stuff, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, do, do you have a lot of opportunities to run half Ks in, or half Ks? Oh, goodness gracious. 10 Ks in your, in your area or uh, is it oh. kind of a, a little bit uh, special occasion for you like it is for me? Um, I think I can get a 10 K in once a month if I wanted to. So we have, you know, we have enough. Um, and when I'm feeling spicy, the five K's, I will, you know, throw one in there once in a while. Um, I was supposed to run the hot chocolate five K and that's one of my faster runs. Um, but, uh, yeah, we can, we can get in a 10 K probably once a month here in San Diego. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, uh, That, that, that beats my like couple times a year, at least in the real local area. Of course, if I want to drive a little bit farther, I can find it. But we have, we have you know, in town, like literally yeah. two, two 10Ks per year, probably, you know, in a normal year when races aren't canceled left, right, and center. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's probably, probably not an, an overestimate. There's probably 55 to 60 legitimate 5Ks per year, just multiple ones in town or multiple ones on the same weekend type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But man, only, only two 10 yeah. Ks, but, uh, but it makes it like everybody comes out for the 10 Ks. Like, you know, like those, those are yeah. always, always a popular, popular exactly. distance. So, um, yeah. like I, like I mentioned in the intro, I mean, running isn't something that's, that's new to you obviously, but, uh, mm-hmm. still would love to know. I mean, as I'm assuming, you know, running at a high level in college that, that running was always kind of something that you did, uh, as, as a kid, but, but how'd you get started in, uh, in running? Where did you first fall in love with the sport? Actually, I fell in love with running back, uh, when I was in middle school and they had track and field day. Mm. And I ran, I think there was the 100, and I think I, <laughs> I even did the long jump and fell in love with the 100-meter dash and said that this is what I want to do when I get in high school. So uh, joined it in high school, didn't really think much of it. Uh, my dad actually ran track back in the service way back in the day, and uh, and he didn't tell me this. I had no idea. So um, I think that's where my love from running came from. And uh yeah, and I became one of the top runners in Missouri, um, you know, messing around. And that's how I got a scholarship to University of Missouri. So, yeah. and just never looked. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's fun. That's that's the way to do it, you know. Like just enjoy it, having a, having a good time, have have a bit of yeah. uh, natural talent as well, and then you know opportunities that that present. Um, what's it like going to a a, a big college? You know, obviously, a, a, you know, University of Murray, Missouri is not not some small little like you know nothing against a D two school or something like that. But I mean, that's that's it's big time, you know, and and especially to run, yeah. um, you know, in a, in a in a big conference and and a you know from from what I understand uh, of of like so for a little bit of context for you. Um, I went to middle Tennessee state in grad school as an athletic trainer. I worked with the track and cross country teams. So, nice. you know, I've been to some pretty big track meets and, and, um, you know, kind of seeing, you know, the different conferences represented at least not, not the far West conferences, but everything for kind of center of the center of the country to, to the Eastern side of things. Um, and, and it's like, you know, when big 12 schools show up, like, they show up like, like, like yeah. track is tracking and, and, uh, and, and, uh, track and field are, are, is legit for, for a lot of those schools. Yeah. Um, yeah. what, what's it like competing at that level? Um, just, I'll just leave it very open-ended at that point and maybe we'll drill down, but, but what's it like to, to, to roll up to university of Missouri on a, on a track scholarship and compete against some really talented athletes? Um, it's amazing. I, like I said, I went in, I went into it blind. I didn't have really anyone ahead of me who's ever, who had ever done that in my family. So I went into it blind. Um, I was very quiet the first two years, just ca- kind of learning the, the ropes of everything. Um, the school at the time was going through a transition. Um, a lot of, of the, of the female athletes that were there before me, actually a handful of them actually, um, were like all American and made the Olympics. So I became uh, friends with a couple of them. Uh, and try to learn as much as I could off off of that. We we only had a indoor track at the time. We didn't even have an outdoor track. Wow. Uh, it kind of tells you how old I am. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, it was it was exciting. I mean, we were still a team. Um, we still meshed as a family. Um, and you do roll in like you know you and twenty twenty other people who dress just like you. It's it's amazing. Um, and you know people they they learn who you are. You you have to really work hard to be respected and. Um, is fantastic. I mean, we had everything else. We had all the facilities and everything else that, that, that you need. I mean, I, I just remember like getting free contact lenses and shoes and thinking, this is really, this, you, <laughs> you know, um, you know, you had to go to the doctor. It was just, it was just taken care of. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. You're spoiled rotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as the guy who was organizing the, the doctor's trips and things like that, like, yeah, we, we do take yeah. good care of the, the athletes at that level. That's, 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 uh, certainly part of it. Um, you know, so, so you mentioned you got some, some, uh, ladies there that were they, some of those high level ones, the Olympic ones, were they still there when you were there or they had kind of moved on at that point? Um, some of them had moved on one state there. She actually became a coach for the university of Missouri. Um, uh, one of, uh, she's a good friend and she's still there. She runs the 400 meter dash. She ran the 400 meter dash and she was on the Olympic team back in 92. Okay. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, we still talk. So I have a daughter now who runs track and um, she runs the 800 and she's pretty good. So uh, it's pretty exciting. It's, it, it's, it's an exciting time. But when I was done with track, I was done with track. So, um, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and that, that kind of brings me to uh, something I definitely wanted to, to at least touch on a little bit and, and we'll see where, I, you know, how far it takes us. But um, I know I'll, maybe not a lot. Maybe, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess when I say I know, I'm, I'm kind of talking in, in generalities of things I've heard, stories I've heard of, of yeah. you know, folks that have run at a pretty high level, you know, especially mm-hmm. into, into college, you know, very competitive. And then when they get out of school, it's kind of like, I don't have to do that anymore. And there's a decent percentage, at least that, that either drift away permanently or at least drift away 
from running for a while because it's been such a, right. a you know routine regimented part of life for so long. It's just like you need a chance to breathe. Was it mm-hmm. was it difficult coming out of um, that that college environment, that regimented practices and workouts and things like that? And 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 like you said, you were done with track, but but did you stay in being active or did you kind of just take a break for a while or kind of what was that transition from college running like to being an adult and, and finding running as an, as an adult as well? Right. Um, it was a shock. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I did try and uh, run on my own in track um, a year after I graduated. Um, and that was extremely hard because I was alone and I didn't, I was used to the team aspect of it. So that was, that was really hard. So to go and do a workout and have someone sit there and time you and you're the only person that I think that's what kind of drew me away from it. Um, if it was still a team aspect, I probably would have stuck with it, but being alone was very hard. So, um, when I left track, um, coming into the real world being, you know, I think I, I was a manager for, you know, a large, uh, store company and uh it was it was different because then like you have your own insurance you don't have someone you know running around <laughs> for you and like <laughs> like i have to go to the doctor and pay for the copay what are you mm-hmm. talking about so it, the things like that were like shocking you know because for four years that's you know you, like i said you had people take care of you but um but yeah i, I kind of uh shifted away from it um i would i would run once in a while i didn't really think about it um, one of the managers, one of the other managers I worked with, she was an older lady and she ran five K's and she's like, you should just come out and run a five K with me. And I was like, eh, well, let me think about it. And I did. And it was the St. Patrick's day run in St. Louis, Missouri. It was my first five K run. And, um, I fell in love with it. I just couldn't believe how many people were out there. Um, you know, uh, all the different people from old and young and black and white. And I mean, I just was like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So um, it was like a year after I had graduated and I just, I just was, I was hooked. So I, I've never stopped running. So to, to answer your question about, um, the training part of it, once I started five K's, I started running again and, and I got right back into the training. So, gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Was it, uh, you know, distance is always relative, you know, to some people, a long race is another person's short race and, and vice versa. Um, for you going from, you know, a, a track background of, of huh? you know, one lap around the track would be a long race for you. And now, you, now uh-huh. you're talking about a 5k. Was, was there any, um, I mean, obviously, you know, the paces are different. The, the, the goals are different things like that, but was it, was it a, a uh, was it difficult at all stretching out to some of those, you know, what I kind of joke about is the, the 5k is, is so short that it, it hurts so much for so, for so, <laughs> such a short period of time. Like I'd rather do the marathon hurt than a, than a 5k hurt. Um, oh. but for you, you know, at least at that point, obviously it was, it was like the opposite situation of, you know, you used yeah. to going hard for 400 meters yeah. and now it's, now it's 5,000. What was that transition like? Well, you know, whatever space I feel I'm in that space in the moment. So, um, for me, it was like running, um, like a training run. We would have to do two training runs a week. I think I was a 400 meter runner back in college. That was my um, expertise. So we would have to go out for a, basically a 5k run. I didn't realize that at the time. Um, and those were the times where I just absolutely loved it. Cause you weren't on the track. You were, you know, running through the neighborhoods of Columbia, Missouri. Um, you know, like me and you were talking, you're talking to your, your running mate and, um, it was so much fun. So I think that made the transition easy. Um, I remember my first 5k was more like I was running around like, Oh, like, you know, looking at everybody, you know, so I had no idea how fast or slow I was running at the time. Um, but then when you, you hang out and then you find out you won an award. You're like, oh, this is kind of like I can get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can get an award. I get some medal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah. Um, 
so then after that, I, you know, after the, I'd say the third or fourth 5k, I, I kind of started getting into it and, and racing for a, a medal. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Is it, uh, or, or was it, and, and, and maybe it's still, you know, maybe it's a still, still question, or maybe it's more of in that transition time question. Um, but the, the different ways of, of training and preparing for a 5k or longer, a 10k, a half marathon mm-hmm. versus, you know, the, 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 the short stuff on the track where it's a lot of explosive stuff and it's working on your, especially for the 200. I know it's working more on the starts and the first, you know, 20, 30 meters of the race as you know, getting out of the blocks. Well, um, as opposed to, you know, in the, in the 5k, you know, even at the high levels, like the start, it like just, you know, don't, don't trip somebody, don't get tripped, don't get caught up in the, in the craziness. But like this, you know, the start isn't like, like, uh, as nearly as, as technically important. Um, so all that to say, you know, when it comes to actually races, you know, how is it, or the, I'm sorry, the preparation for the races, um, mm-hmm. was there, was there a difference in focus or was it because you were not as racing competitively that they just like, you know, kind of train and doing your thing and enjoying it. Um, and then mm-hmm. enjoying the races without all the pressure, if that all makes sense. Oh, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit of both. Cause I didn't really know any big names or any names in five K in the five K races. I didn't keep up with it. Um, I go from race to race. I still to this day go from race to race and just say, you know, Hey, let's just finish this. Um, I once in a while I'll say, let's keep, you know, this is me talking to myself. Let's like, let's keep a certain pace, um, and don't drop, you know, back to this and, you know, stay around this range. So it's, it's always kind of been the same. Um, you know, 5Ks and half marathons are things I just kind of enjoy and I just happen to be somewhat fast at it. So, um, you know, it, the, the mentality of it is very different from college because college, you know who you're racing. Mm. Um, you know what your, your your coach is telling you, like you have to do this and you have to do that. And then they're screaming at you in the middle of the race. <laughs> Whereas with the 5K up to half marathon, you know, the screaming is like, okay, go number 124, you <laughs> right. know, very, very different. So, um so yeah, the, the mentality is somewhat the same because I am a, I am competitive. Um, I don't like to say that, but I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as um, just enjoying the the actual event, that's that's the basis of it all. So yeah, yeah, and that's I know that that for uh, a lot of folks I've talked to, and certainly for myself as well. Like like even though we maybe never, you know, obviously it doesn't apply to you, but even though we may have never run competitively at at a higher level. There's still that, that level of, you know, maybe it was another sport that you played or there's another, you know, area we like to be competitive and, and running still is able to scratch that itch. But, uh, it's, it's definitely nice to, to know that, Hey, you know, I'm competing with myself and I want to do well and I want to, you know, reach my goals or whatever the case might be. But like yeah. at the end of the day, like I'm still going to come home and get a hug from my daughter, like uh, regardless, yeah, yeah. you know, so like it takes yeah. some of that pressure off to just go out, have fun, do your best and whatever happens happens. And yeah. nobody's screaming yeah. at you for, for, uh, you didn't do what you were supposed <laughs> to do. Like maybe it might've happened once in a while if you had a bad race in, in college. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, another thing that, uh, kind of, I, th- I think I saw on the website and, and certainly mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, duathlons like to get into a little bit of multi-sport, uh, action as well. Yeah. When, did the, when did that itch start to, uh, to scratch for oh. you? I would say about 12, 13 years ago, I got bored with the five, 10, five Ks and 10 Ks. And, um, I happened to roll across this, um, event called the Solana beach duathlon. And it may have even been like 13 years ago. It's, it's been a long, it's been a long time, but, uh, so I, I tried it and, um, <laughs> I had a mountain bike at the time. I didn't even know what I was doing. And, and I finished top three and was like, Oh, 
And people were laughing at me because I had this mountain bike. And I didn't understand why they were <laughs> laughing at me. I had no idea, like anything about triathlons or anything. And um, and I came in top three and they stopped laughing. And they're like, well, you just finished that with a mountain bike and, you know, with mountain bike wheels. <laughs> like this. Uh, so like, oh, OK. And um, so I just kind of got stuck on that. Um, I only did maybe one or two a year because I didn't know they had like a whole series of them. I didn't really didn't know too much about it. Plus I was a busy mom of, of young kids, probably around your, your daughter's age or right now and your kid's age right now. And, um, I just, and I got hooked to that. And so, um, I would say three years ago, um, I was going through a, a rough divorce and I said, you know what, I'm going to do every duathlon that there is out here in Southern California. And I did, and it helped me just get my mentality back and my, my competitiveness back. And, um, kind of that Mizzou, like, you know, um, athleticism back as well. So, um, so yeah, I, that's my, that's my love right now are the duathlons. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. Well then we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more if that's, if yeah. that's, if that's the love now. And, and I, I'm coming at this from an area of, and so yeah, anything I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm coming at this with a, with a bit of just enough knowledge from talking to people that I might be dangerous, but, but, <laughs> but not enough that if I say something really stupid, uh, don't hold it against me. Oh, I um, will not. I will but, not. uh, you know, as, as, as runners and as mm-hmm. for me being a, a running coach, one of the things I like to, to talk about and, and, um, promote, or at least to try to encourage folks to do, whether it's, you know, people mm-hmm. I'm working with or just people in general is the value of cross training, getting on the bike once in a while or getting in the pool once in a while, working mm-hmm. some, some different body parts, different ways, obviously yeah. as a, as a multi-sport athlete, like that's a, a, a requirement. I mean, if you're going to compete yes. in a multi-sport event, you've got to put some time on the bike in the pool, whatever the different disciplines might be. Um, yeah. Curious how how you've noticed because uh, I'm sure there's been many things that you've noticed that you know maybe a little bit less focus on running all the time and getting some time on the bike and and doing some of the other training stuff that the cross training mm-hmm. type of activities how has that improved your running how has your running improved your cycling like how do they the the different disciplines of the duathlon um, or even if, you know triathlons if you do some swimming as well how do the the different disciplines kind of support each other uh, and and make you better at each sport or each each yeah. individual discipline. Yeah, I'm definitely a better runner. Very, uh, it's helped. It's helped me get stronger, faster, um, hands down. Um, I also taught some spinning classes too, so that that actually helped. Um, and then uh, the biggest thing about do, the sprint duathlons is that um, I think, well, here in San Diego we run a mile first, and then you have a nine mile to a twelve mile bike ride, and then you finish with a five k. And so, um, I mean, that is like. I mean, I'll be 50 this year and I'm running like six minute miles when, when I'm doing the duathlon. So, um, so yeah, hands down, it's made me a lot stronger and, um, the competitiveness of it is, is, is crazy. So, um, because you have to think about transitioning that takes time, um, getting on the bike, clipping in, clipping out, getting the helmet on. Um, there's, there's so many things that you have to think about while you're competing. And I, that's what I like about it. Cause it keeps your mind on the race. Um, you, you know, as you probably know, when you're running, um, any distance more than a 5k, you're just like, Oh, that bird is really pretty. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden your pace is like, wait, what, why is my pace 30 minutes slower? You know, so 30 seconds slower. So it's, it's one of those things where like the duathlon keeps you thinking, keeps you going. Um, and you can compete with the guys, the girls. And, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things like I haven't talked about, um, how much I love it. I haven't talked about something like this 
in a long time. Like, you know, like I talk about running, I love running. I can talk about it for hours, but the duathlon I can also talk about as well. And it's a bunch of nothing, but it's, it's absolutely, it's just, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Gotcha. Cause you get out there, you're like, you're like, what, what am I doing? Why am I, why am I doing this? You know, <laughs> bike, you know, but you just, you just keep going. So it's, it's incredible. Gotcha. Incredible gotcha. Um, what, uh, what advice would you have for somebody who's maybe looking to get into some type of multi-sport event? We'll start, we'll start with just duathlons, but, um, you know, yeah. things to, to keep in mind, like, you know, obviously you don't have to go out and get a big fancy bike, but you know, the differences <laughs> between a, a, a decent road bike and, you know, like your experience using a mountain bike for the first time for the first, uh, the first race, uh, what are some of those things for, for those that are maybe on the fence or, or thinking about it, or maybe, you know, just dipping their toes in the water this year because everything else is so crazy. Like, Hey, why not, why not try a duathlon once, once life gets back to normal exactly. and the race is back on the schedule? I, I can even talk towards the triathlons, the triathletes too. I mean, Perfect. I would say do it, get off the fence and do it. And when you do it, just go out there and have fun. Like that's literally all you need to do. Um, you're around a bunch of other people who have a great mindset. They're extremely positive. Um, they're extremely competitive. Um, but, uh, the positivity and the energy that triathlons and duathlons, um, bleed is, is, is amazing. So I would say just do it and don't worry about your time or anything. Um, that's what I did. I went out there and just ha- and just had fun. Um, yes, my competitive side kicked in and I happened to do okay, but, um, so, but yeah, like just get off the fence and just do it. Just do it. Right. Right. And, and, you know, it's one of those things like, yeah, it might not be for you, but how do you know until you get out there and, and do one or two of them? Exactly. And now I bet you everybody wishes they can do it because everybody's yeah. sitting in their rooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody stuck at home, but, but, but that, that had no interest in doing a duathlon or a triathlon or, or whatever, uh, before would, exactly. would jump at the opportunity to just get outside and get around some, some, exactly. some of our ilk of, of endurance athletes and just, and just have a good time and, and get away from it for a minute. Exactly. Um, speaking of, of getting around our, our people, our endurance athletes, which obviously yeah. can't, can't exactly do right now, but, uh, you know, one thing that, that comes up every so often on the show is, is kind of the difference between, uh, you know, kind of the road, road runner community and the trail running community. And, and while it's still all runners and it's, it's, it's positive in both cases, there's a lot of differences. Uh, if you spend much time running the trails and ultra, uh, kind of what that scene is like versus a half marathon road race type of event. Um, curious if, if there's, if there's kind of some comparison and contrasting between the, the multi-sport scene, you know, kind of the before race after race kind mm-hmm. of what, what it's like there um and and what you've experienced in in running you know quote unquote just a, a road race and and the the kind of the road running community versus the the multi-sport community um personalities are a little bit different i mean triathletes are very um particular people because they have to think so much during the race um runners are a little bit more laid back and that's not to say anything negative about anyone i mean it's just they're each event they're just different beasts um, trail runners are they're uh, again, they're, they're just a whole nother, uh, beast. Uh, they're very much about the trails they are very much about community. Um, and I really like that. So, um, I've worked with, um, I work with several event companies here in San Diego. So I've been around, um, I just finished a trail series with, um, ERS, um, events. And then, um, I work with cause events for the duathlons, triathlons, and then, um, Sandy feet for just the regular road runs. So I I'm around runners and athletes all the time, whether they know that or not. <laughs> um, and I, I just, I love 
each community. Um, trail runners are definitely about family and community. They're, they're, they're a great set of people. Um, runners, it, it's a hit or miss. Either it's very individual or, you know, there's groups. Um, but they're, they're laid back, not as laid back as the trail runners. And then, um, obviously, like I said, the triathletes are amazingly competitive. I don't care what age group they're in. And, um, you know, everyone wants to make that podium. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a, each group, they're very exciting people and and interesting to be around. So, yeah. Yeah. And and for obviously anybody who's, who's, uh, you know, in the endurance world, like, like, it's still your people, even if it's, even if it's, oh, the, the subsection is, is a little bit, maybe not quite exactly your wheelhouse. You, you're still going to fit in. You're still going to be, uh, welcomed exactly. with open arms. Even if it's, you know, even if it's your first time doing a, du- a duathlon or a triathlon exactly. or whatever, like, like they're, they're there to help. Just like, you know, if you notice somebody who doesn't know what they're doing at a, at a race, like you, you mm-hmm. point them in the right direction, you know? So it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I literally, no I mean, I hung around these people for a reason. I mean, right. because they're just amazing people and the energy that they, that they exude is, is what I need. So it's kind of, of like it's like it's like Superman and 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 not in in his in his powers you know if I if I'm, if I'm not around him then it's like kryptonite so I, I love being around these people and um it, whether I'm working an event or I'm in the event myself like it, the energy of all these runners I, I love it and I'll you know like I said like I talk to just about anyone who's standing right next to me and we have a conversation about running and you know how long we've been running and why we're running and it's it's so much fun so much fun yeah well so so you know with that in mind and, and with the times that, that we're living in, uh, you know, right now with, with all of this, you know, uh, social distancing and staying home and, and everything being canceled due to, to, uh, you know, COVID-19 and, and that whole situation that everybody's clearly, everybody's aware of it, you know, that, that yes. living in it right now. Um, how are you, how are you finding things to be? I mean, if you can't be around, which none of us can be around runners in person, um, right. and, and, and things like that and, and no races going on right now, like how, how are you, dealing with the situation and the, the oh, hand that we've been dealt. Yeah. It's driving me absolutely nuts. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's something that we have to do to be safe and I get it. So that's pretty much where my mindset is. I actually have a post-it here saying, you know, stay home, stay safe. And, um, just to remind myself why we, we have to do what we have to do. Um, it is very hard because I do miss, um, looking at, looking at people and seeing them out there in their spandex. And, um, so I pretty much follow all my buddies on uh, Facebook Mm -hmm. and, um, Instagram and we communicate through there and we check on each other. So, um, you know, just knowing that they're training on their own and I'm training on my own, it it still motivates me to keep going. So I do miss seeing all my friends. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming, but again, you know what happens when you start assuming that you've had, uh, at least a few of events that you were supposed to be at that, that have been canceled. Um, how is, how has that impacted, you know, whether it's, it's training, whether it's motivation, uh, morale, uh, you know, dealing with, with things that, uh, you know, you, you had set your sights on and no longer viable, at least right now, maybe, maybe they've been rescheduled for later in the year. Maybe they just been canceled altogether, but you know, how mm-hmm. having, having events canceled, how is that, uh, set? In, I mean, it's not oh, setting well, but how are you dealing with that? Oh, it's heartbreaking because uh, I have my I have my hot chocolate jacket on. Uh, mm-hmm. I was supposed to run that, and I just got my packet. I think a week and a half ago, so it was sad to get that medal and know that I didn't actually run it. Um, and uh, so that kind of I think that's when it kind of set in. Uh, training for me, um, it happened right away. Like it, I could I could feel the shift because it was like you know we were sent home from work, and you're like, oh well, now what? You know, mm-hmm. and I'd been following the whole. Um, coronavirus i think since january so so once america finally was like oh it's real right (laughs) um 
you know, I was, I mean, I, I just knew that I wasn't going to go outside too much. So, um, I already wake up early in the morning, like 5am, 5.30 to go run. So that wasn't really a, a big deal, but, um, it, it did hit me right away. And, um, I took about a week and a half off from running, um, just to kind of get my mind straight. And then once we were told we were going to be here even longer, I was like, okay. And I just started, I built a new training program for myself and, um, it's been working out pretty well. So good. Good, back good. in it. I don't know. I don't know when I'll be able to compete again, but you know, we'll see. N- none of us do. You know, we're all in that, in that shadow world of, of, you know, we know what we need to do. And, and for a lot of us, you know, that, that certainly means to continue to, to train because it's, it's such a, it's just such a part of our, our lives and routines anyway. And yeah. it's such, you know, so helpful for kind of a mental release and, and being able to get out of that, you know, at least for, for most cases, I know there's a few places where it hasn't been, but you know, all of the lockdown procedures or all the stay at home guidelines or whatever, this always includes like you can go out for exercise, just, you know, keep distance, things like that. So it's, it's even something that you can still do without getting, uh, getting in trouble for, for breaking any any rules or, or, or faux pas or things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, you said taking, taking a week and a half off at, at first. And I know that's something that, um, sometimes, a lot of times maybe, uh, runners mm-hmm. really struggle with the idea of taking, you know, a day or two off, let alone a, I, a, a week or more off. Um, for lack of a better way of asking the question to start off with, yeah. why did you decide to just take that, that week and a half off to begin with? You know, it, that, it's, that's actually a very good question because if you're a runner and you never take time off, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And the reason why I say that is because Um, I've been running for over 35 years and I know for a fact that when I took time off and came back, I actually ran better. I actually ran faster because, um, when you're working out, you think, you know, mentally it's relaxing you, but you're putting your body under stress. And if you're a trainer, everyone knows like when you're lifting weights, when you're cycling, when you're doing anything, you're putting your body in stress. And, um, and that's obviously how you burn calories, you burn uh, fat and all this other stuff. But at the same time, your body needs a break. And, um, I'm a busy mom. So like, you know, I work, I train, I, I run, I do all these things to my body and to take a week, week, week and a half off. It's, it drives me crazy sometimes. <laughs> like, but like, I know that I need it. You know what I'm saying? Cause like my body reacts to it, you know? Um, so for me, like I had to kind of like mentally get myself together and physically get myself together and taking that week off. Um, my training this past week has been better than what it was a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just cause you overtrain and you don't even know it because you love your sport and I get it. But to take a, a week off, to take a day off, it, it's, I'm telling you it's, it'll be beneficial hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I, I love that you said that because that's, that's something that I've, I've, you know, been saying until I've been blue in the face and yeah. it's nice to get different voices, different perspectives that that are coming at, yeah. you know, the same, the same ends of the, you know, the, the same way to get to the end, uh, goal of, mm-hmm. of, yeah, you know, taking a day or two off, taking a week, a week or two off, um, yes. isn't, isn't going to, you know, you're not going to start from square one because you've been, you've yeah. been running for three years. You took it, took a week off. Like you're, you don't lose it all. Like, and, and like you said, <laughs> right. you actually come exactly. back stronger, fresher, uh, things like that. Yeah. Um, maybe on the, the flip side of that, that coin, uh, I would love to get <laughs> your thoughts on, uh, something that, that I've been trying to figure out the best way to communicate my thoughts on it. Um, but the idea of, of runners going, Hey, you know, like I'm home and hopefully I'm still working, but even then, like, I don't have to commute. I don't have to, I don't have as much time pressure on myself as I, as I normally would under normal circumstances. Um, Mm -hmm. 
you know, my, my kids are at home and I love them, but like, I got to get away from them once in a while. Like <laughs> I'm going to run more. Um, yeah. so, you know, as, as people are listening to this, it's, it's going to be a few weeks after we're recording it, but probably still mm-hmm. a lot of the situation is going to be the same as it is as we're recording right now. Um, to, to the person who's thinking like, yep, this is my chance to really increase my mileage and, and, you know, do a, a lot more training. Um, mm-hmm. how, how, how do you, what's your take on, Hey, maybe that's okay to a little extent, but don't overdo it because, you know, the risk of injury, the burnout, things like that, or, that, that, uh, is, is a, I think a concern that not enough people are taking seriously when there's yeah, something much more serious to worry about, of course. But I mean, from that, that perspective, what are, what are your thoughts on people that are maybe guess, doing too much um, right now? Yeah. I think that when you're training, everything is in stages. So if you're going to up your, um, your workouts, um, I always think of increments of five and 10%, um, uh, of increments and not going, you know, from a zero to 60, first of all, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is making sure that you schedule it. So if you're going to increase, mm-hmm. Um, or change your training, schedule it and write it down with your hand. <laughs> because, it, you know, when you physically write it down, instead of like typing in your phone, like it, you, you have a feeling that goes with that. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's with anything, just write it down and look at it and make sure that it's realistic. Um, and if it's realistic, I'd say go for it. But if it's, if it's something that you haven't done before, you need to ease yourself into it because you will get injured mm-hmm. or burnt out one of the two. So, um, you know, just make sure that you um, schedule that out. And then, um, you know, I know that we all can't go to the doctor right now, obviously, for obvious reasons. But, you know, talk to a trainer or talk to someone who's an expert in it and just kind of get their feedback on it as well. Um, I, I always tell people to get someone who's, you know, an expert in the field to just kind of talk to you about it. Because, you know, um, if you are serious about, you know, competing in a 5k half marathon, whatever that looks like to you, um, you know, like, you know, read, read Denny's blog, read my blog, you know, just get some insight, you know, email us, let us know, you know, what, what you're thinking of doing. And we can give you, you know, some sound advice because, um, yeah, training will keep your mind off of things. Uh, it'll keep you away from your kids for a little bit, but, um, you know, you just don't want to get injured or hurt. So, um, yeah, schedule it out, talk to someone, get some advice. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, my, my thought that I keep coming back to on it is like, you know, I get it. Like getting out, mm-hmm. getting some, some, you know, running mm-hmm. in some time on the bike, whatever, whatever it might be, um, certainly is helpful, but you right. know, imagine a situation where you do too much in the next two weeks and now you, now you've got some, some <laughs> issue that now you can't run for two months and we're still exactly. stuck inside and we still have all this yes. uncertainty. Like you don't want to yes. be in that situation at all. Language. Yes. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I always tell people like, do you want to run consistently for 30 years or do you want to just like run consistently for three <laughs> and then be injured <laughs> right. for like 10? I mean, you know, it's, it, you really have to look at it that way. I mean, I've been running for, if, I, if there's any wood around here, knock on wood, I've been running for 35 years and I've had minimal, minimal, um, injuries, uh, because I listen to people who have done it before me and I ask for the advice. I go to my doctor, um, you know, I do everything to make sure that everything is aligned and good and, I think the only time I didn't run was when I was when I was first pregnant. I was afraid the baby was going to fall out. <laughs> but other than that, like you know, other than that, like I've always run. So I've always ran. So um, yeah, just get some expert advice. Yes, write yes. it down. And and uh, yeah, I, I love that that idea. And, and certainly writing it down. And and, and uh, you know, then being being disciplined enough to stick to it because I think that's that's another area where you know, like like you might 
have so, you might have a coach that writes stuff down for you or you you write you know oh. you, you've done some research and you figure out what to do and you're writing stuff down as well and you're like yeah i know today's supposed to be an off day but i just need some miles mm-hmm. which you know in yeah. in in that one instance maybe that's cool like shift your off day to the next day like like whatever like you, you there's there's some wiggle room there but you know yeah. if, if you're gonna um keep breaking the schedule or keep you know coloring outside the lines as it were it's your uh, fault and you'll see it <laughs> yep, yep that's why i say write it down <laughs> write it down absolutely absolutely exactly. um you know with all the 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 kind of pseudo doom and gloom talk that we've been been in for the last few minutes about about coronavirus yeah. and and the situation that, that we're in right now um can we can we go into I, and i don't know that i have a specific question other than you know at, at some point Hopefully, I guess, hopefully, you know, it's at some point this will pass and life will start to get back to, to normal and there'll mm-hmm. be races again and we'll be able to go out and, and socialize and, and things like that. And who knows, hopefully it's, you know, a matter of, of several weeks to a, a couple of months. Hopefully it's not, you know, some of the projections I know 12, 18 months, hopefully, you know, Lord yeah. willing, it's not that long. Um, but, but how are you, cause from, from the, the, you know, 40 minutes or so that we've been, been talking at this point. Um, you know, I get the feeling you're, you're still pretty, you know, despite the situation, pretty up, upbeat, pretty energetic, like, like looking forward yeah. to, to the future. Um, yeah. how are you staying in a, in a positive, as positive a mindset as possible, uh, given the circumstances when, when I know a lot of folks, um, or maybe, maybe I, again, I, I say, I know, but I, I'm sure mm-hmm. that there's plenty of folks that are really struggling for, you know, maybe they don't yeah. not let anybody know, but they're really struggling right now. How are you, how are you trying yeah. to stay as positive about, you know, what the future holds as, as you can be. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm very optimistic. So that's the first thing. And, um, the second thing is, is, um, you know, um, I've had some really tough, dark moments as well. And, um, and I remember how that felt and it took, and I worked really, really hard to, to get back into the light. And so I've been back into the light for the past, I'd say two years. So for me, I think that's why I'm able to keep a smile on my face, be optimistic. Um, and, and I truly believe that we'll get out of this. Um, if people just do what the CDC and, um, our leaders are asking, um, uh, it's just gonna, it's just gonna be a a matter of time, um, and seeing what Americans do. Um, I also think this is a really good time for people to reassess and to, um, you know, if you're, uh, look, if you're not working and you don't know where your next paycheck is coming, like, you know, let people know so people can help. That's the first thing. Um, you know, put it, put away your pride and, and ask for help. That's the first thing I can tell, tell those people because it's hard. I've had to do it. Um, but it's, let me tell you, if, if you've done your job as a human being and you're, and you give to your community, they're going to give back. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is if you're working, that's fantastic and you're blessed and you need to keep a schedule and, you know, you have to be patient. And if there's something that you've been, wanting to do for a long time. This is the perfect time to do it. Um, so get on it and do it right now. Um, and you know, uh, I, I think this thing is going to go through May. I hate to say that, but I, I, I think it's going to go through May. Um, and so you have plenty of time to reassess, reinvent, create, do do something you've always wanted to do obviously by yourself, but you got to do it and, um, and get it done. Um, so that's kind of how I'm, treating this whole thing and I'm excited about it. Um, and you know, I hope that, you know, people see that this is happening for a reason. So, um, I mean, that's just kind of how I like deal with things in general. Right. You know, our, our, our skies are bluer and the, and the birds are chirping louder. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's given our, our, our earth a break as well. So, um, 
just stay home and stay safe and help each other by, you know, not being next to each other. So. Right. Right. And, and look for, you know, if I'm, if if I'm kind of putting a a little spin on what you said there too, but like right at, right at the end, you know, the skies are a little bit bluer, the the birds are, are chirping a little bit more or, or, you know, just looking for those, those little subtle things that like, you know, that maybe probably you wouldn't have noticed if life was just continuing on keeping yeah. on keeping on look you know yeah. like like it's i know it's a metaphor that gets thrown around but like literally like stop and smell the roses like you know or, yeah. or whatever whatever flowers you have you know if <laughs> you may not yeah. have roses but you know stop and smell the hydrangeas or stop and smell the tulips yeah. like, like whatever it is like 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 you said we got we've got time you know and and, yeah. and you might as well um try to make the best of the situation that that you exactly. can because yeah yeah i have i have two girls and one one's in high school one's in college and uh, they're both supposed to graduate this year and mm. so it's been kind of shocking right now with um you know school kind of being put on hold right. uh, or online classes and um so for me like i'm just trying to stay positive for them too because like you know at the end of the day like everybody in my family so far is okay um and um and I, and my mom and dad are okay. So like, I, I just thank God for that. And, um, you just have to be thankful for the people who are in your life and like all my friends are healthy right now. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, there's really nothing for me to be upset about. So, um, right. you just have to, you have to just stay positive. Yep. Well, that's, and that's, uh, sometimes easier said than done, but that's, that's another area where exactly. if, if, you know, like you talked about kind of asking for help or, or pouring out into the community and, and hoping that they'll be able to pick you up when you need it. Like, like, mm-hmm. you know, you might be having a, a, you know, the proverbial, you might be having a, a halfway decent day right now and things are going halfway mm-hmm. decent. And there's somebody that, you know, um, either, you know, in, in real life or just from, from online life that that's struggling, like you can pick them up a little bit now and, and try to, you know, yeah. just be an ear to talk to jump on a, on a, you know, video chat and, and have a yeah. glass of wine together, like whatever, whatever works in, in your particular relationship to, to try to help pick them up a little bit, because there's a, there's a decent chance that a week from now you might be in a little bit of a rough spot and hopefully, yeah. you know, somebody else will be able to pay it forward. So yeah, you know, it's, it's, even though we don't have the, the in-person community right now for, for some, for a lot of folks, unless you're the real yeah. diehard introverts, like, you know, mm-hmm. find that those those pieces of community that you can right now, and and you know help each other. Out. Just help each other out. And it's good good thoughts yep. anyway. Um, <laughs> yep. So uh, Nick, as we're getting kind of close to to wrapping up at, at uh, the the conversation today, as as per usual, time has kind of flown by, and uh, you know want to want to. Uh, kind of get you out here about at the same time that I that I promised it at the beginning. Um, kind of one last closing question for you um, that's, that's less specific to to any current situations or or your running history and and current running status and kind of call it a philosophical question. It's very open ended, kind of like the introductory question, just kind of a, a place to throw something out there, give us a little last thought, and then we'll we'll wrap it up at that point. But um, mm-hmm. you know, like you you said, you've been you've been running for. Uh, most of your life at this point, you know, uh, uh, at, at one level or another, one one goal or another, it's it's been it's been a part of of your life for for quite a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Curious to 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 hear your thoughts on what being a runner means to you. You know, like like when 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 you think about I am a runner, um, mm-hmm. which clearly you are, and and uh, you know, clearly all of us are. I mean, if people listen to this. I think I don't think anybody's made it to this point of this episode that's not a runner. <laughs> Um, you know, hearing, hearing the stories and, and what we're talking about, but what does, what does being a runner mean to you when, when somebody gives you that label? Like what, what, mm-hmm. what do you hope that that says, uh, about the person that you are? Oh, uh, oh, running is everything. But the way I see running is like that best friend. That's just never, ever, ever going to go away. Um, 
you know, it's, you know, you, you, you love them and then you love to hate them at the same time, but they're always there. And that's just how I see running. It's like this other, it's this other soul that, that lives within me. And, um, it's, it's everything. So it keeps me sane. Um, it's definitely my therapy. Um, it's gotten me through some very hard times and, um, it's gotten me through some incredible times. So, um, for me, running is everything. It's, it's, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. Um, but it's, it's like, it's like religion for me. So yeah. Yeah. That's what running is. I, I, uh, sitting here nodding my head and I'm sure there's several people that are out, out running or out doing errands right now, or, you know, working around the house, whatever, listen to it going, yep, that's, yep. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's so, what it is. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's a great place to, as good of a place as any to wrap it up, but I know we could probably keep going, but again, we've all got, we all got things to get after. So, yes. uh, Nick, thank you for the time. And, and once again, guys, if you want to kind of connect with, with Nick, ask her a question, follow along, see kind of what, what she's got going on. Uh, see Nick run again, S E E N I C R U N.com is the website on Instagram. Instagram at scenic run zero one Facebook, just at scenic run and disruns.com slash eight four zero is the link that'll take you back to the show notes today. As per usual, I have everything linked up there to make it real easy. Just click over to your social media or website browser of choice and, uh, and check out what Nick's got going on. So, uh, Nick, uh, thank you again for the time. Waking up early, people don't know, but thank you're up. You. You're up dark and early on the left coast to record early yeah, on the fun. on the east coast here. But uh, <laughs> thanks for for waking up this morning and, and hanging out with us for a little bit and. Uh, uh, certainly wish you uh, nothing but the best. Continued good health for you and yours Thanks. and uh, come out of this uh, even better than we went into it. But uh, all the best going forward, my friend. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Nick and myself. And as per usual, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was something that you're going to take away from the conversation today? Um, for me, it was less of any one specific thing, although I had several several specific things written down, but after kind of going back, listening to it again, uh, I'm, I'm going completely off my, my script, like completely off of my notes of things that I was like, oh, this could be a good takeaway. This could be a good takeaway. And and looking at maybe a broader picture and, you know, something that, that Nick talked about and, and we alluded to, I mean, she's had a... a quite the, I don't want to say long career, because that, that uh, might insinuate something that I'm not trying to insinuate here. But like she said, uh, when, when even in the, the, the clip I pulled to play at the very beginning, she's been running for 35 years and running at a high level for, for most of those 35 years, pushing herself. And to me, the takeaway from that is that if we take care of ourselves, take care of our bodies, um, listen to our bodies, take some time off, uh, you know, do, do the quote unquote, the right things, maybe do some of the little things, those, you know, just be proactive. There's no reason that we can't keep running for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Basically, you know, I mean, I've said before, my goal is to keep running until they put me in the ground. Right. And, and I think sometimes maybe just, you know, from, from kind of listening to non runners or, or hearing non runners, um, we, 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 maybe think subconsciously that there's going to be a time when we're not going to be able to run anymore. And from, from talking to, to Nick today and, and from others that I've had on the show over the years, it's, it's just, you know, that's not our destiny, right? We're not going to, we're not going to run. And all of a sudden our knees aren't going to be able to handle it anymore if we're taking care of ourselves. And so I think that's, that's the takeaway from today that, that maybe it's a little bit more vague than, than usual, a little bit less specific than my usual takeaways, 
but that was just what what is really kind of hitting me um, as as I'm putting this you know the finishing touches on today's episode, and getting it out to you, is that we can we can do this for a long time. I'm planning to do this for a long time. This sport of running, and if that's something that that sounds good to you, if you want to you know be 20, 30, 40 years from now, looking back going, yep, I've been running for 20, 30, 40 years. Um, it's doable. It's doable. Maybe there's some twists and turns along the way. Maybe you jump into some duathlons, some triathlons. Maybe you, you switch your distances. You go longer, you go shorter, you go more trails, you go, you know, whatever. That's, that's all fine. That's all well and good. That's all part of the journey. But if you want to keep putting one foot in front of the other for the next rest of your life, I feel like today's episode gives you some 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 real concrete evidence that that's that that's possible. That that's possible. Just got to take care of yourself. That's you know just just got to take care of yourself. That's what it comes down to, though. But that's that's my takeaway today. Just that that reminder that if I keep taking care of myself and um, you know keep training smart, keep training intelligently, asking for help when I need it, um, and and most importantly having fun while I'm out there. That, uh, yeah, there's a pretty good chance that, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be still running right up till the point when they put me into the ground. And that's certainly the goal. So that was my takeaway for today. What about you? What stood out for you to, what stood out to you from today's episode? Let me know. I'm at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today and leave a comment down there in the comment section below. We'll also check out the, the links, the show notes, uh, the photos, all of those things that are there for every episode. And today, that link is Dizruns.com slash 840. com slash 840 to get to the show notes. And let me know what you what stood out to you from today's episode in the comment section there. And with that, we'll uh, about ready to, to wrap this one up. Once again, uh, Head Sweats is, is today's uh, sponsor, Dizruns.com slash Head Sweats to help out the show and uh, get your get yourself some new hats, visors, whatever. Step up your head game and don't forget to use the code Dizruns35, D-I-Z-R-U-N-S-3-5. When you check out, save yourself 35% on whatever it is that you order. And uh, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with a friend. Tell somebody about it. They might enjoy it as well. And uh, whether you do that or not, thank you for listening. That's that's the most important thing. You know, you, the, the, the simplest, easiest way to continue to support the show is to just keep listening. Just keep showing up. And uh, if you keep doing that, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep showing up. So uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for the support. Thanks for all that you do to help me keep going. And uh, hopefully I can continue to pay that back a little bit and help you keep going as well. So until next time, y'all, please be well. Take care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you guys.